to the, the season's over. Era. He's got yes. his staff is pretty interesting. Yeah. Steven Silas will be his number one assistant who was let go in Houston. So he knows about young players as well, obviously. Yep. Uh, I saw at the gym yesterday, the Pistons uh, press conference uh, on Tuesday. Uh, former Indiana Pacer, Portland Trailblazer. He might probably play for other few teams. He's going to be on the staff. Jared Jack was there. Really? Yep. Jared Jack is an assistant? He's going to be an assistant. He played on that uh, Georgia Tech yes. team with Will Bynum. That's right, the Will Bynum experience. Um, I like Jared Jack. I'm Mark Bryant, who I remember played at Seton Hall. Wasn't Jared was Jack, in all reality, wasn't he playing in the G League like just two years ago? Like Yes. that. So that is a great, a great hire, in yes. my opinion. Um, and uh, this guy named, no relation to our good friend who works at the Capital Mortgage Funding, Dan Burke. Dan Burke, who's a very considered a defensive assistant guru, is with Philly recently. Okay. He, he's been added to the staff as well, and there's some others. He got some... Um, other assistants on the staff uh, that are further down in the the chain, I believe Nate McMillan's son, and I believe uh, Doc Rivers' son too. Not Austin, the other one. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that that's actually great. It was also great to see that the team showed up for this. Yes, everybody besides uh, Bogdanovich. Well, he's yeah. overseas where he's from. So the reason that that made me smile, I'm listening to it in my car yesterday, and. When he mentioned that all the players were there, it made me think of um, Darren McCarty, won multiple Stanley Cups with the Red Wings, right? He told me that when the Red Wings really started to gel is when they spent summers together, staying in Detroit, training, adapting to the city, getting to know one another, becoming friends. That's the first thing that it made me think that these guys could be anywhere right now training, doing whatever, going to hear your coach's first press conference when you don't need to be there isn't like a mandatory deal. As you'll hear later in the podcast, Monty Williams was talking about how he was looking out his, his office window, and this was at 8.30 in the morning, Jay Nivey's there shooting. And that's the thing yeah. is that they're here and that they're they're seemingly living in, in the city, right? I mean, I'm sure that they go out to L.A. or whatever. To, yeah. But the fact that they were all here – means that you have a team that's buying it. Now, granted, right. how many of these guys are here the following year? Correct. I don't know. Who knows? They Look, the thing about Monty Williams is around the league, people say that he is really respected by other players, players he's coached, players he's coached against. Hell, uh, played against even, I he, bet. Yeah, probably. And just everybody seems to like the guy. So it, it's it's interesting, that, you know, the press conference on, on Tuesday, besides them showing up, was – you know the revelation that hey, Monty Williams is a really honest guy. Uh, oh, absolutely. He, he talked Even, about the money. Well, I'm talking about pay. his wife's health. Yes, and like, that's why it took so long. Being they, like you guys were being very patient, and yes. this is why. And we discussed should we even talk about it? Mm-hmm. And it's good that you bring up you know breast yes. cancer awareness and everything. Right. And say what you want about the owner of the Pistons, he ponied up, uh, and not just money. Uh, he ponied up with these offering them as you know private plane to do things for, for, for Monty's you know wife's health all that kind of stuff they're trying to and look if this works he'll be a piston for life absolutely and listen you can say what you want about Tom Gores it's Gores right isn't that Gores what, or Gores whatever. I don't know it seems like anytime there's a new coach they call him Gores yeah anyway he doesn't have a problem spending his money no at all and I'll give him that. He's just spent it in some weird places, 
and maybe hasn't had the right guidance, but Correct. they haven't signed their own free agent yet. Right. You know, signed their own player. Like Blake Griffin, yes. That wasn't your money, right? That was the Clippers that signed that deal that you right. ended up paying for. But they haven't gone and had to pay for their own yet. And you're going to have to eventually. Yes, if hopefully you will, because hopefully they'll be good enough that you want to resign. And I don't think he's going to have any problem. Like, for instance, Hayes and Stewart, they're both going to come up. They're both not going to command a lot of money. No. But it's going to be interesting. Do you want to keep your own? Do you want to keep the guys that you've been trying to build with? Now, these guys are all new to Monty Williams. The only person that's going to be attached to him from day one is this fifth overall pick, right? Correct. Yes. So, and this is also the first coach that Troy Weaver hired. Yes, and listen, I I actually like the fact that Dwayne Casey's still in that building. I do because, you know what? As Monty Williams is going through everything, at least he can talk to Dwayne. How does this guy react to this situation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does that guy he react can, to he that? Can give some advice. I, I like that, um, but it's just it's good to see. And what what did you take away from talking to him other than just his honesty? That he has this skill. It seems to just relate to players. It does seem and that. he and he he seems like a guy who is not going to take crap from people, but he's not going to be this guy in your face and yelling and things like that. He, he's going to treat them like men, and he the things that you'll hear him say about Cade Cunningham, how he looks them in the eye and things like that. He loves that. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to be a terrific relationship. Look, who knows what happened between him and DeAndre Ayton? That obviously, whose fault that was? Whatever. My bet it was probably a little bit of both, but more Aitens. Yeah, I, and because it, it seems like Williams is a stand-up guy who's been around. The, I mean, he's been around the game where DeAndre Ayton hasn't, and sometimes you know humility doesn't hit a player right in the mm-hmm. face, right off the rip, and yeah. and you need that. And it, I guess from that standpoint, it makes you wonder what are they going to do with the bigs here when that was, you know, I think Aiton's a more skilled big than anything the Pistons have on their team right now. Exactly. But, and don't, don't forget as far as, you know, player recruitment, that'll be very important to get a free age or two just because you have the money, as we know. You don't have to spend it, Troy. So it's going to be interesting to see what the roster is going to look like. Are they going to try to trade out of the pick that people rumored? Uh, who knows how many people even want the fifth pick? I was talking to somebody yesterday the Pistons front office, so this year is so different because you had one guy at one that everybody agreed on, and then you have the second tier is, you know, basically Scoot and Miller, and then from four to, like, nine, it's pretty much... Yeah, you got those... They're two, really good players, the twins, but you don't the know... from but Villanova. There's a, of, there's a lot of question marks, yes. The Thompson twins, uh, Cam Whitmore, and people like that. So the draft is a week from Thursday. Yeah. So on the Restore the Floor, we'll be getting into the draft before... And hopefully we'll be talking to uh, the newest Piston next week, Troy Weaver, whoever. But uh, 